0: Hello, it is Friday and welcome to Healthy your podcast from body and soul. I'm your host, Felicity Harley. Ali Izzo, she joins me today. She is our digital director and we are talking through three stories that intrigued us this week. Firstly, TGA's new guidelines for wellness influencers. Now, do harder workouts actually bring a bigger mental health boost? We have the answer. And lastly, Kim K, she's gone all vegan, all out vegan. Now, is this healthy or not? Ali, welcome back to Ish. How's your day going and your week been? It is good. Um, I am wet, <laughs> so like most of uh, the east coast of Australia.
1: I just got drenched before jumping into the pod studio. Um, so hopefully the sound quality on this one is a little bit better than usual.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, we are all underwater, literally, many of us <laughs> this week. Now, what, what got you interested this week? What would you like to share yeah. with our listeners?
1: Speaking of being underwater, I think that a lot of um, Instagram influencers and bloggers may feel a little um, waterlogged at the moment because there's going to be some big changes to how they can make money. Now, the Therapeutic Goods Administration or, or the TGA um, basically has set a bit of a crackdown on the way that influencers can endorse health products online. And so what they've done is they've there's a currently a standard set in 2018, and there's, that's currently in effect. Now there's a new 2022 standard, um, the TGA Advertising Codes, and that is about to come into effect. Not quite yet, there's a couple of months, but they've released them now in order for brands and influencers to kind of get up to speed with what is now legal and what is not legal. And what this means for us, I guess, is that we are probably going to see a lot less influencers, bloggers, Instagram people flogging um, vitamins or supplements or protein powders. Sunscreens come under the rulings as well because what the TGA is saying is that these products really have health implications that this doesn't apply to beauty products but because there is a health implication that they should not be chosen they should be chosen rather on the basis of clinical need and not through the persuasion of influences which is a pretty spicy comment to make now this this pertains to when people are giving like first person reviews um and that you might think that that should be allowed because, I mean, I I kind of on one hand, I really like hearing firsthand from someone. They're like, oh, I tried this and it really worked. To me, that's really um, powerful. And that's often the way I try new brands or buy new products. But they're saying that an influencer is not the person to say that. And what influencers and Instagram people basically can do now is, is can reiterate that they personally use the product but that's it, and then say these are the reported claims by the brands and that's it. And they they can't
0: accept any money for it.
1: They can't personally endorse it and say that it works or that it does what it says it should which when you think about all the marketing and the advertising you see at the moment that's exactly what it is. So this is going to make a really big impact on the way that brands are able to market their products but also in the way that consumers are going to find out about products because we're not going to get that I tried these vitamins and now my hair is really long and thick. It's kind of Oh, you know, Which post- ones, Ellie?
0: Share. <laughs> I'm oh, i joking. can't <laughs> tell you now because
1: it's against the TGA regulation. <laughs> you tried to trick me. <laughs>
0: I think this is it's going to be really interesting watching this play out because a lot of big companies that you know people we have on the podcast and the website have built their businesses on influencer marketing and I thought it's going to be interesting to watch how this plays out and how they're going to pivot how they sell their products really and also it's going to what I found interesting the other thing about this is that it does include experts so we do see a lot of nutritionists and doctors and not all of them but some do spruik products and get paid for it and I don't know about you but that's there's always a that has always made me feel uneasy
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. But on the other hand, to play devil's advocate here for a second, like I think that there is value in an expert putting their name to a product and if they can review it and then say, you know, hand on heart with their professional um, status in mind, if they can say, no, I've reviewed these vitamins and they are at a level which can be, you know, effective or, um, you know, I reviewed this sunscreen and it's, it's, it contains all the things that you should, you know, coming from a dermatologist. So it's also like, Otherwise, how else are we going to know if products are but any good? But they can goodies? still do that, can't then- they?
0: If they genuinely <clears throat> believe something works, they just can't get paid for it.
1: Well, yes, they just can't get paid for it, but they can't also be gifted product. Uh, yes. So their, gifting is considered payment in kind. So what we might see is, yes, a return to people going out. They have to buy the product themselves. So a PR company isn't allowed to provide it free of charge. Um, and then they can give their professional opinion on it. And it in, in that way, it's in no way affiliated with the brand or with any sort of marketing goals which is good, but it does mean that's a lot harder for experts and for people in the know to get their hands-on products. That means they have to go out and buy it themselves all the time. So yes and no, I think. Well, maybe
0: (laughs) just like the rest of us, they have to go out and buy it. There's nothing wrong with that, right?
1: Yeah, it's going to be the great equaliser. Absolutely.
0: Now, Ali, I like that topic. Thank you for bringing that. And we will watch that play out on Instagram. Uh, Just quickly from me, I just wanted to share a study that I came across this week. And it was about the benefits of using exercise to boost mental health. Now, we had a guest on earlier this week talking about that. But what I thought was interesting on this study that I came across was that do harder workouts bring a bigger boost to your mental health? And the answer is yes. This study yeah. that was published in the Journal of Sports Medicine and Physical Fitness took two um, two groups of young people. They split them in two. One lot did moderate workouts and the other group did harder interval training like hit long tempo runs. And then they all did mental health questionnaires after the workouts. The participants who were doing harder workouts had better mental health scores than their counterparts who were doing similar amounts of more moderate workouts. So yes, doing harder workouts can bring on a bigger boost to your mental fitness.
1: Yeah, I really agree with this and only um, from a personal perspective because I am a fan of like hit workouts and running and things that a lot of people sort of shy away from. But I find like the harder the workout, the better I feel at the end of it. And I quite enjoy it during as well. It's not like I'm torturing myself in any way, shape or form, but um, I actually find easier or less intensive workouts really frustrating and I get really um, shitty during them. <laughs> I like get word. I really struggle with uh, Pilates for that reason because it's so slow. Ellie, no, you're on the
0: same page. So, Sorry, oh listeners, if you're into Pilates.
1: <laughs> oh no, Pilates is great, and I'm I'm doing it, but God, it is hard because I just want to jump up and like run around the room. But it's these slow, precise, mindful movements, which is really, really beneficial. But yeah, I I think from my mental health, high intensity or harder exercise definitely um, brings the benefits. So I fully endorse this study. I think it is very right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, just quickly, what was the most click story of the week?
1: Ah, So the most click story on bodyandsoul.com.au last week was about someone who is I mean, we know she's popular, so this shouldn't be a surprise, but it's Kim Kardashian. She recently gave an interview to Vogue magazine and she spoke about her vegan diet. Now, the thing that was interesting about this is she said that she's mostly vegan. Now, vegan is quite... uh, an extreme way to eat because you do have to cut out a lot of products that contain animals, obviously. So, you know, that's dairy, it's cheese, it's eggs, it's meat, you know, all those things. Um, So she said that she's not a hundred percent, she's mostly, and we actually asked our resident dietitian, Melissa Meyer, to sort of put this under the microscope and give us um, a view, her view on whether or not this is healthy. Because as we know with Victoria Beckham, excluding food groups can be yeah. quite controversial. And for some people, that really doesn't work because there's just too much restriction. And in effect, Mel, Mel said, she's very sort of straight down the line. She said, look, if this is a, um, sort of a moral choice from Kim and for other people who don't want to consume animal products then there are lots of ways in which this can be a really healthy diet but you need to do your research and you need to make sure you're getting those complete proteins through other food sources but she wouldn't if it wasn't uh you know an ethical decision she wouldn't recommend it necessarily and she'd say that by and large the best way to make sure you're eating the healthiest diet possible is to eat a little bit of everything um, and enjoy it basically. So it's very sensible.
0: Or that age me. old advice, all in moderation. Ali, thank you so much for coming on <laughs> healthy ish. I was about to say Instagram because I read uh, Instagram I'm also on, the- on Instagram, thank I you. <laughs> I was about to say Instagram because I literally just looked at my notes and, and I saw Instagram.
1: <laughs> yes, you can find me there too. <laughs>
0: All in moderation. It's the motto I live by. I think it works. If you like this chat with Ali and I, we have more episodes. Yes, we love just talking on a Friday, don't we? (laughs) Talking about different topics. Hey, if you have a topic for us, make sure you send us a DM or email us. You can also log on to bodyandsoul.com.au for more info or join the conversation via Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for tuning in, and if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish.